It's time for the Any Conversation Podcast with funny man Damian Lemon and the voice of your choice, Ali Muhammad. This is Damian Lemon. This is Ali Muhammad. And this is In The Conversation. The podcast. Yes, yes. Murder. We back. You know what I mean? Back in the building. Uh-huh. <laughs> Eric and Parrish making dollars. Yes, back man. in business. The employees of the year. Now we back to work. Took time hey. off while the rappers got jerked. That's my shit. <laughs> what you saying? That's my shit, bro. That's one of the... Man... Yeah, man. <laughs> Salute to EPMD, man. I don't think EPMD get enough credit, but they they was they was one of my favorite groups growing up back in the days. They definitely did a lot for the bucket hat. So Yeah, definitely the bucket hat, the BBSs, and you know what I'm saying? They always had whips. Mm-hmm. Um, very unassuming in presence, but you know what I'm saying, big in impact. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think with hip hop a lot of the earlier era gets uh, passed over, you know what I'm saying, as hip-hop grew into a major pop music, you know what I'm saying? It's like some groups that were impactful get passed over in the the, the writing of history or in the, the playback on, on radio. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's weird because a lot of... Um, the rap that happened before the 808 became the signature drum of hip hop. You know what I'm saying? A lot of that shit don't get played in rotation. You know what I'm saying? In today's in today's spins, you know. Right, right. Interesting. You know, it it just comes off as such a different sound. Like when you talk about the early Run DMC or you know the Treacherous Three or any, you know what I mean? Any of the shit that had the solid kicks. You know what I'm saying? Instead of the boom. You right, know? Right, right. It, it, it kind of it, it didn't pass this era's litmus test of sound. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, maybe that sound will come back and then it'd be like a discovery, a rediscovery of all of the golden era hip hop, which. I have a suspicion we may be hearing a lot of coming uh, 50th anniversary of hip hop next year, you know, so. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, definitely 50th anniversary coming up. So that could, people could start mining, you know what I mean, the uh, the catalog or the, mm-hmm. the history of it. Mm-hmm. But, I, I, and I mean, yeah, I'm curious how to that point, Outside of, I guess, curation and people being, uh, you know, basically paid to go dig up some of this shit and to reintroduce it to somebody. How else would people discover it? You know, like versus, I think, helped a lot with discovery on old catalog type Mm -hmm. shit. But um, I'm curious. Go ahead. Now, I think a lot of stories are, are going to be told. I think there's a few documentaries that people already are working on. Um, mm. A lot of celebrations coming up for next year. You know what I mean? So um, there's going to be a lot of storytelling centered around, you know, what happened after Cool Herc's party up in the Bronx. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah. so um, you know. I you know it's interesting. I can't wait to see what comes out of it. 
It's uh-huh. it's interesting, like when you start talking about, you know, hip hop was fifty years old. It's like shit came out a year after I was born, right? Mm-hmm. So I really only know a life of hip hop. You know what I'm saying? I really was drawn to it from the jump. I didn't. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I wasn't drawn to the music that was cracking before it. You know what I'm saying? It was like once the funk and the go-go and all of that kind of stuff was hitting, that was more attractive to me. And then when hip-hop fully kicked in, you know what I mean, I'm, I pretty much jumped in and that's how, you know, essentially uh, my whole professional career followed that whole journey. So yeah. it's like a new innovation that changed, you know, ideas and occupation of a generation, you know what I mean? Definitely. You know, it's interesting to that point. Hip hop and my grandmother got the same birthday. They got uh-huh. August 11th. Uh-huh. And it, and it's wild cuz my grandmother was 45 when hip hop started. Right? Uh-huh. Shit, I'm about to be 45. Uh-huh. So, imagine like hip hop starting at this point in your life like it's and I'm sure there's something that's going on at this moment mm-hmm. that will probably take over the world. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Maybe. Who knows? Um, but it's just something crazy to see. Like, that's a different perspective. Because, you know, to your point, I was born in this hip-hop shit. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So it's like, I just... It's kind of, I've known it as long as I've known, like, I can't even remember, I honestly can't remember being introduced to it. Mm-hmm. It was just there, you know what I'm saying? Block parties and just radio. I remember the onset, I remember when it was, you could still, like, I, you know, I always joke, when you kind of knew every rapper mm-hmm. in the game, you know, right. now that's that's way out the question, but like, <laughs> I remember, you'd be like, oh, 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 no, we forgot. It was like naming everybody in the Wu-Tang. Right. Be like, okay, oh, right, right, nah, 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 and ghosts. You know right. what I'm saying? Now, it's just that shit has gone so many places. Mm-hmm. So I see that, but I'm curious. And maybe, you know, they wasn't paying attention, but you know, like, and I was having this conversation, I was having this thought, too, that's kind of attached to this. But I'm curious, for anybody that was grown, like my grandmother wasn't one of them people, but somebody that was grown that, paid attention to what hip-hop did. You know what I mean? Who's somebody that was outside of that culture that still kind of kept an eye on, oh, wow, this thing is gaining steam. Oh, wow, this thing is really taking over. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. What would their perception of it be? I, mean, I don't even know if that's really that interesting, but it's just, I mean, you know. I don't know about what their POV was. You know what I'm saying? I mean, mm-hmm. Like you say, some guys... Like, that's maybe just five years older than you. They have a whole different take on music mm-hmm. than than I may have. Like, say, my uncle, you know what I'm saying? He was, mm-hmm. he came in of an age where, you know, it was other things. Hip-hop didn't exist yet, you know what I'm saying? Hip-hop didn't come his way until later in his, you know what I'm saying, in his journey. And he still had a, a, a disco sentiment or like, you know what I'm saying? He still listened to the old soul stuff and that was his that was his groove. You know what I'm saying? I was actually thinking about this the um the other day when I was watching Raising Canaan, which we'll get to later in the episode. But when you look at Marvin, 
he's like one of those guys to me that grew up a little bit before hip hop began and mm-hmm. already had a sentiment about him. He, he, and then I'm looking at him like, damn, who this nigga remind me of? And then it clicked in my head like, damn, Marvin is like Cochise from from Cooley High if he didn't die and then the crack era hit. You know what I'm saying? Like right after he graduated high school or something, you know what I'm saying? A few years later, the crack era hit, then Cochise is Marvin. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It, that's how it felt. It was like, damn, because those guys had a whole nother sensibility into the crack era hit, and then it was, okay, gold chains, you know what I'm saying? Leather suits, leather out, leather sweatsuits, you know? It's a whole different feel after the hip hop and the and the crack era kind of coincided. Hmm. I'm curious. Coach Sheese, though, seemed like a lot more uh, level headed than Marvin, but we'll get into that. Yeah, like, Coach but he seemed like a, a lighter had a lighter spirit than Marvin did. Well, Marvin is again, Coach Sheese. Before dope hit, you know what I'm saying? A lot of people had mm. a lighter spirit before okay, that crack era hit and that money started flowing and then that protection of the money and that protection of, of what you doing out here changes. Uh-huh. Like, the whole the whole black community had a lighter spirit, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? When it was it was just fun, you know what I'm saying? Even, even the criminals was a little more... You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Jubilance. You know what I'm saying? Niggas Hilarious. running around with a revolver robbing the train and shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> Bust a couple of shots in the air. Like, you know, it was a more j- light feeling. Be- Jubilant. <laughs> right. <laughs> Bef- before the crack hit the streets and crackheads running around, crackheads become the criminals too. It's like, shit, nigga, that shit got hectic. You know? Mm. So, yeah, the whole, like, I was telling somebody young that's working with me, like one of the, the young people, and I was like, yo, you know, they, they were talking about something in this era that was kind of crazy. Well, forget what it was, but um, damn, something that In kinda, their era? In this, just, like, just, just happened like last week, something that, you know, people was kind of out of control or something. I can't remember what it was. Damn. But I was like, yo, that shit is nothing. Oh, we was talking about the Water Boys. And oh, okay. we was talking about the water boys in Atlanta and how, you know, they get, you know, rowdy sometimes, you know what I'm saying? And a lot of people, you know, some of them were saying that, you know, it was because of desperation, you know what I'm saying, the economic conditions. I'm like, well, let's not get too far ahead of ourselves. Let's think about it another way. It was like, you know. They out there marketing a, a product. They trying to get the most customers. They trying to get the most out of customers. You know what I'm saying? And they get sometimes their efforts get a little rowdy because they know when they get rowdy, people are more apt to just give them the money, get out of my way. You know what I'm saying? As opposed to them trying to ask and beg. They like, yo, 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 what's up? Good love, you know what I mean? They're they're more apt to get more out of a person. And and in practice, they've seen the antics work, right? I was like, one, let's take it back a few years. If you ever seen the street team process of the 90s, you know what I'm saying, early 2000s, 
you'd have been like, them niggas was worse than the Water Boys in promoting. You know what I'm saying? Bad Boy Street Team, all the niggas was making noise. They, you know what I'm saying? They're in the middle of the street. They don't care. You know what I'm saying? They, they, they in the way getting the most attention for their product, right? And then if you take it back to the crack era, Lord have mercy, everything was wild. You know what I'm saying? Like this is like Water Boys is nothing compared to what was going on then. And you know, they product is water. It's the most benign product in the world. But when you're trying to get the money, you know what I'm saying? You make take measures a little further than what regular people would take measures. And that shit was on steroids in the crack era. So that, that was like something I was trying to break down to a younger person. But if you wasn't there, you can't really imagine how wild the streets was. Mm-hmm. Noticing regarding the water boys, I you know, I ain't been down to Atlanta in a while, so I don't even know if I've ever really come across the water boys like that. I mean, I've come across water boys outside of Atlanta. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. like from the uh, <clears throat> basically like how popular water boys in Atlanta has gotten, even to the fact that there's a logo. I'm seeing like, and it's a weird thing that I just, as you was talking about it, I was I, kind of this thought came to me which I guess has been in the back of my mind as far as their concern. Because I seen maybe just this last week, yet another either documentary or movie. I think Boosie got a movie about the Water Boys. And then I think I see the documentary about the Water Then mm-hmm. I seen that there was some clothing line about the Water Boys. And right. I'm, yo, I'm hoping, I would imagine by how... Uh, relentless they are as far as selling that water. I'm hoping that they relentlessly chase it down. This money coming off of this IP, <laughs> and I'm hoping that they at these tables where this uh, I don't want to say exploitation, but this like these stories of them are being sold and told. I'm hoping that they getting a cut of that shit because oh. I'm seeing a lot of water boy movement. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, who's the head of the water boys? Like, who exactly. speaks for the water boys? Is there a head of the water boys? It's not. It's a. It's a. It's people taking advantage of opportunity. Now I don't know what's happening in the boardrooms and who's who. Who's the ones with the logo and the clothing line and that's really marketing the IP? You know, what I'm saying we interviewed the director of one of the documentaries. That's how this conversation was even coming into play. Mm-hmm. Um, the movie, you know. But it's kind of like saying, you know what I'm saying, dope boys. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, there's no head of the dope boys. It's it's an opportunity people see could work. And, you know, in our world, you know what I'm saying, you get an economic opportunity. And somebody come up with, you know what, I'm going to go out here and slang some water. You know what I'm saying? Then another motherfucker go on the other corner. And it's like, oh, shit, these niggas getting some money. You know what I'm saying? That creates some of the drama. That creates some of the territory wars. That creates some of the violence that comes along with capitalism. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like these kids are living, breathing um, components of, of capitalism. You know, I'm going to go get this mm-hmm. product. I'm going to 
sell it, but then I'm going to market the whole thing as, you know what I'm saying, you ain't got to buy this water, you can give donations, you know what I'm saying, break a nigga off, we out here trying to do something positive, we ain't out here selling drugs, you know what I'm saying, and then it just amps itself up from there, like, yo, 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 you got what, what you got, you know what I mean, and mm-hmm. and it becomes a thing, and then if, if once other people see it work for somebody else, then that becomes a viable option. You know what I'm saying? Like the the kid that was on the show, like on the show they were talking about how um shit. Some kids would rather do this than go get a job because, you know, the earning potential is is more, you know, not unlimited, but it's you know, it's it's it could it's possible you can make a lot in a day as opposed to a fixed job situation. You're out there for your on yourself, you basically a little entrepreneur per se. And you get into it, and that's a way to get to it in a way that's, you know, it's illegal in, you know, laws and codes, but it's not drugs. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, hey, let's fuck it. Get out here and do it. Yeah, nah, I can dig it. I mean, it's, it's basically equivalent to the cast that sell candy on the train, mm-hmm. you know. But from what I was seeing as a, even down to the spiel. You know what I mean? I, you know, I'm not out here robbing and all of that other shit. <laughs> but um, it's what's interesting is how, like, I was seeing people kind of, I guess, see it for, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, how it could be leveraged. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's like it's basically like it's, like, it's like if there was a documentary called Showtime mm-hmm. about the motherfuckers that dance on the train. Right. You know what I'm saying? And right. it's like... Hmm. It's just interesting. It's interesting. To your point, it's a it's a wide open platform. Whoever could get the water could sell it. Whoever could get the candy could sell right. it. Right. You know what I mean? It's it's all hustle and it, it becomes it becomes uh uh synonymous with a setting, whether that's at an intersection in Atlanta or mm-hmm. you know, the A train. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like you like, okay. Oh, here they come. Da, da 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 This is just part of the fabric of it. So maybe this is just this is just one of them things. So maybe there is no head water boy. But when I started seeing the the water boys merch, and I remember there was like a video with like TI meeting with a bunch of the water boys. Mm-hmm. I'm like, is there somebody that was like, yo, who, you know, like was like, yo, I'm I'm the head of Waterboys Incorporated. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like somebody, I would imagine, or I would hope, maybe that's just the capitalist in me, somebody I would hope is seeing all of this shit happening and was like, they were the ones that brought it to the table. They was the ones, there was the one water boy with not just water, but he had a pitch deck. Right. He was like, this is what I'm thinking. Right. Here's my presentation. Right. You know. And Hey, you know, it could be all of the above. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You don't, you know, you, you don't. What you don't really know the origin. Who was the first one? You know what I'm saying? Who right. was the last one? But you know it exists. It's in the zeitgeist. It has gone viral. And once things hit the viral tip, you know, in comes the sharks mm-hmm. to to take advantage. Then you you might you might do have a water boy manager. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that, 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 yeah, I'm I'm the manager of the Water Boys, and you, you know what I'm saying. Y'all using this IP, and we want in. <laughs> and 
And that's where, you know, that's where the real capitalism come in. Because then you get the person who be like, all right, yeah, I'm the manager and you fucking trying to put out this documentary. If we ain't in, we fucking you up. <laughs> Taking you to court. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. The Waterboy Union and shit. Uh-huh. <laughs> court. Exactly. No, we fucking you up. <laughs> right, right, right. And then we'll take you to court. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you know, people, a lot of things start like that. You know what I'm saying? A lot of things get going that way. But, you know, hopefully it's fair and equitable out here. We can only hope. And that the water boys are seeing some some interesting opportunities from their their capitalist endeavors. So, you know, shout out to the kids who are out here hustling, you know. Um, shit. I ain't starting no water boy, but I started slanging toothpicks in school. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That was my first little taste. Like, I could make my own money. Mm-hmm. So... You know what I'm saying? It wasn't illegal, but it was against the school rules. And I did, you know, take my little my little operation, did get shut down by the, the powers that be. And I did get a paddling in school when, when they could whoop you in school and shit. But mm. the lesson had been learned. I learned that I could boom a product. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I did a lot of little selling shit like, Candy, wild shit like that. I remember one time, I think I talked about this before, my brother was playing football in college and me and some girl I just met that was in the stands like me, kind of bored, somehow we wound up, I guess, by like the equipment room or whatever. We came across a box of um, foam fingers Yo, we hustled the fuck out of them foam fingers. <laughs> Man, a what, good like, amount what's a of foam br- finger. You know the little go team go shits. Like oh, yeah, you put yeah, your yeah, hand with in the, it, with and the it's, it's a big jump. ass. Yeah, yeah, number one. Yeah. Man, we found the box. I, I don't know if they. I mean, somebody bought them. Somebody paid for them. But we came across about four boxes of them, and we hustled them shits in the crowd. I'm surprised nobody bagged us for that shit. <laughs> but yeah, made quite a bit of money. I never seen Homegirl again. You know what I'm saying? Made some bread. And was that was it. That was a good, that was just a good, you know, serendipitous hustle. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was that was me and my homie Shaka on the mango hustle. Mm. And then Shaka lived right behind a mango farm. Like in the middle of Miami, like it's like on 60-something on street. It just had a, a mangrove of just mango trees. And it had barbed wire fence. You know, you look over there and be like, damn, we could just jump the fence and rack up. But you don't want to have to um, deal with that barbed wire. So so we looked out the One day we was at his house and we looked outside. And his next door neighbor had done hit the mangrove. You know what I'm saying? Had a whole shopping cart full of mangoes. And we was like, ooh. And he had it on the side of his house. He must have kept it out there so he ain't get, you know, his mom ain't say shit or whatever. So he had it on the side of the house. So we we got him. We took the cart and rolled on off with it. <laughs> and at first it was like, you know what I'm saying, like what we going to do with these shits? And then the entrepreneurial spirit kicked in. It was a, a, a factory, an intimates factory, you know, to bake goods and shit. Mm-hmm. They, they had a big-ass factory in Miami. And um, it was right at the corner. So we pushed them shits down to the corner. 
and it was like they lunch break. And man, we slung a whole grocery cart full of mangoes. Wow. And then came back, counted up the money, split it up. And then about an hour later, we hit a dude next door come, Whoa, who stole my fucking mangoes? He was wildin', but we was done. That shit was so quick and sweet. It was like shit. <laughs> yeah, man. Shit feel good to make some money. Yeah, make Especially, make yeah, some money off of nothing, off of just yeah, you know, yeah, just what I'm ingenuity, right? Yeah, yeah, nah, it's official. It's one of those things. Uh, back to the EPMG things. That's the one thing we sprung <laughs> off on. No, you know, because I do want to also credit one of the people that I credit with that. And you know, before all of the moguldom, EPMD kind of put the thought of business. In the game, you know, back in business, business as usual, like that mm-hmm. was the common thread with their albums. Right. You know what I mean? And what was so funny was, I forget, maybe it was crossover, I think. When you listen to them rap, I want to say it was Eric Sermon who did well, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But like in that record, I want to say it was crossover. I'm not positive, but in that record, they basically say, yo, we're going to do this rap shit for a second and we probably going to wind up getting jobs because it really don't seem like there's any future in this. Really? Which was so, yes, which blew my mind when I heard it recently within the last few few years when I revisited it because, you know, as I remember them, and even as I'm talking about it with the whole back of business, business as usual, you know what I'm saying? Business never personal, mm-hmm. you know, I always seen them as, you know, like, especially now in hindsight, it seemed as though they were so visionary, you know what I mean, in the way of being enterprising. But mm-hmm. it was definitely like there was a ceiling. You know, we might sell gold, you know, because the whole thing about the crossover was we don't want to go pop. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Keep the crossover. We might sell gold, but at some point we're going to wind up doing some other shit, mm-hmm. which was very interesting to me. But um, but that's just something that I just I wanted to put out there, you right. know, on a salute to them and that and that whole that business minded situation because yeah. I remember that appealing to me when I was young. And and then you know they were the first ones to um that I can remember shouting out you know what I'm saying college you know what I'm saying mm. they shout out some colleges and then it was like SCSU you know what I'm saying mm. South Carolina State University like so. It was like one of the first ones in rap that I heard, like just shouting that out. So I think think they went to college. I think one of them went to college or something like that. But they they had that part of them inside of their stuff. And another thing that they did was while their imagery and their titles were strictly business and it was kind of serious, you know what I'm saying, their flow was you know loosely based off of a simplified rock M flow, you know what I'm saying, Mm-hmm. But they added all the fun shit to it, like the dance shit was, you know what I'm saying, which was endemic to what they were doing. That that Steve Martin dance was, you know what I'm saying. They brought that out, you know what I'm saying. It was a couple of dances that they had that they brought out um, in their videos, you know what I'm saying. So they were like on that edge of music videos coming out and starting to hit. They shit look a little more advanced and you no, know, a little more quality than a lot of other rappers. You know what I'm saying? 
They ended up going to Def Jam and, you know what I'm saying, up in the ante. So, you know, they were one of them groups that never was like, they weren't never like, you know what I'm saying, the biggest artists, but they was always steady and constant and you could count on their shit being dope when they came out. Even Eric Sherman and stuff, after he, after he finished, after he was just producing, his shit still was fresh, you know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Like years yeah. after, you know what I'm saying? They was the first, I mean, he was the first, one of the first group of rappers to come from New York and be in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. At the rim shop. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He opened up the yeah. shop. You know what I'm saying? It was like EPMD out of New York and Too Short out of Oakland. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Converged on Atlanta, starting kind of like that hip hop, you know, exodus of these other places and landing in the A. Yeah, speaking of that, talking about uh, Eric Sermon and Too Short and talking about shouting out colleges, mm-hmm. that was the first record, that record they had buy you something, that was the first record I ever heard anybody shout out CAU. Mm. So, salute to that. That was that shit, too. That got a lot of, I mean, obviously I was on campus, so I'm not sure about everywhere else around, but that shit got so much burn. That beat was bananas, too. Mm. But yeah, man, shout out to them. Um... Uh, but oh, and then the other thing, I know you've talked about it. You even gave a, a damn near origin story of it, or at least a, a good um, historical account of it. Mm-hmm. But I'll be honest, to this day, I know what, like when you say before the 808 and after the 808. Mm-hmm. I I don't know if I could all the way put my finger on what the 808 is. I know, like, I know it in, <laughs> in some, you know what I'm saying? I know what it, I know the boom, but I uh-huh. can't, like, you know what I'm saying? When motherfuckers say, oh, that was the 808 right there. Like, I know the hit, I know the hi-hat, I know a snare. Uh-huh. But then I'm like, what's the difference between, like, a bass drop and an 808? Are they the most, same thing? Most bass drops come from the 808. Gotcha. When the beat go boom. You know what I'm yeah, saying? That's my even, shit. even when they go boom, 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 boom. You know what I'm saying? The drums Thank before you. the 808 were just more solid. The 808 came with that round electronic sound, but it was mm-hmm. just so round and filled up the speaker. You know what I'm saying? Got and it. and then like Planet Rock is the 808, but without the the bass drop decay. So on the drum of the 808, they had all of these. Um, these uh, fine tuning knobs. Mm-hmm. So for mm-hmm. each instrument. So when you got to like the snare, you know, and you had decay, right? Mm-hmm. You know, on this lowest, it'd be like pop, pop, and then if you decay it long, it'd be like pop, pop. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So same thing. 808 had it where you could do it to the drum, and then you know, on this lowest, it sound like Planet Rock. You know what I'm saying? But then mm-hmm. at its deepest, it sound like Together Forever. Boom, 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 boom. You know what I'm saying? And then all points in between. Now, most records you hear on, on radio today use that drum as the drum. You know what I'm saying? Use the 808 as the drum. Yeah, that's the that lead kick. drum, basically. Yeah, that kick, or, the, the, boom, the, uh, the beat part, the, the, the drum, right. the kick drum part is, you know what I'm saying, some iteration of that 808 drum. Give me a good example of that. All like of them. 
Like, okay, but like, just point out one that you could reference. I mean, what's the song that's out? <laughs> I don't know. Hold on. Bad, so. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, but I think I got an idea, but I don't know if it's using it as a lead drum. But I tell you, there's was one record. I almost sent it to you over the week. Uh-huh. This shit is so fire. There's this record. Uh, this nigga, this kid named Sleazy World uh-huh. with Lil Baby. Uh-huh. They got a record. Um, what's the name of this shit? This shit is fire. Uh, I just put it out here. So there's a playlist. This nigga shit. It's called um, Sleazy Flow. It's getting a Sleazy World Go. He got a record. Sleazy Flow remix with Lil Baby. Mm-hmm. That uh, shit is so fire. I'm, I'm going to send that I'm shit I'm about to play something right now. I just, yeah, go I ahead. Just, I just pulled it and up. Let me ask you before you play something. When uh-huh. you say the decay, is that like basically when you hold the pad down for a little long? So yeah, but kinda... that's in the modern drum machine. You could hold the pad down long. On the 808, you had to turn a knob. Okay, got See you. See what I'm saying? Got like, it. you had to turn the knob. They got a whole documentary on the 808 if you you could pull it up. Probably on Netflix. So on YouTube? Probably Netflix. Oh, it's on Netflix? It'd probably be on okay. YouTube, too. But it's like a, uh, the Roland 80, TR-808. Um, I think I might have seen that shit. But, I got to watch it, yeah. Yeah, but, like, if you listen to, like, bass music, that's all 808s. Like, once, um, I like to credit, you know what I'm saying, uh, Rick Rubin. With popularizing the decay on the mm-hmm. on the 808, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, I, I've been corrected, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to QD3, who was kind of roommates with uh, uh, Jazzy J, who produced the Tila Rock record, Is Yours. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that record right there was one of the first records that kind of gave it like a, a mid-range boom. Not not a lot of long boom, but like a do-do-do-do-do. And it was like, oh shit, that shit sounded totally different than anything that had, I had ever heard in hip hop. And that's when you could hear all the hip hop records. And it was the hardest beat to me. Like, and in Miami, when you play that shit in the car, them speakers just start jumping. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of cats would use that type of song to like do bass battles and shit like that. And then you had the Dis- Disco Dave, who I used to talk about a lot on this show when we first started. Disco Dave was a DJ that used to slow the records down so that bass would drag longer. You know what I'm saying? And Rick Rubin, on on paper, on the label, produced It's Yours. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But, you know, QD3 kind of let me know that Jazzy J programmed the beat. So, you know, I can't say, but I always give the credit to Rick Rubin because he got the credit on the record. You know what I'm saying? Which may not be historically accurate, but right, 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 but then Rick Rubin took it and then took it a step further on Run DMC when Crush Groove came out. You know what I'm saying? So if you go to Crush Groove and listen to the Run DMC part when the beat dropped. Talk about the movie. Now the song. That was the Crush Groovin'? Yeah, Crush Groovin'. So you, you skip to the Run DMC part, uh-huh. then you're going to hear, that's the 808. That's when he really let it fly. And gotcha. then and then he did Together Forever, which was like the long, super bass mm-hmm. DK, and then Miami was never the same after that. Got it. Now everybody wanted to put that in a record because that shit sounds great in a big speaker, in a club. That's why it's still popular right now. Mm-hmm. Mm. Now what was the record you were going to... 
reference. Oh no, I was about to play the song you was talking about, Sleazy World Go. Oh, okay, okay. See okay, if yeah, yeah. if I could identify. Yeah. Yeah, that beat yeah. right there, that's that's a iteration of an eight oh eight drum. Now, uh-huh. of course, you know, people not using the eight oh eight drum machine no more, but that sound has been integrated in all drum pattern drum um sample kits and all that shit now. So mm-hmm. you know, people you know, do it different ways, you know what I'm saying? Now people don't even um do bass lines like that no more. They make the bass line out of the eight oh eight drum. Right, right. That's what I figured. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So, right, right. Yeah. Got it, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. Which Magic Mike from Florida. Lil John. Magic Lil Mike was, be, yeah, Magic Mike was before all them. He was he was the one doing them deep bass where he, he basically make a bass line out of the, the 808. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Shit like that. Mm-hmm. When when them niggas used to be in the Honda Accords drop low with the neon lights and just speakers for a back seat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Type of bass. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. That's what's up. I think now I got it. I think now I got that shit. Word. The 808. Anyway, man. Uh how was your birthday, man? How was your yeah, yeah man? How was I your birthday? I had a birthday. And yeah, shit. yeah, you had a birthday last week and all that. Yeah, man, my birthday was cool. You know what I'm saying? It was low key. You know what I mean? But it was cool. I appreciate it. You know, we went to eat and um, you know, got some gifts and, and chilled out. You know what I mean? Now, my uh-huh. birthday was like on a Wednesday, so you know, it was in the middle of the week. So, uh-huh. so it was a, uh, it was a. Uh, you know, it was low key because nigga had to get up, and go to work. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah, not nothing, nothing special, but you know, it was all. It's always special to run around the sun. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Say nothing special. It's always special. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like same, same, but different. You know? <laughs> uh-huh. I got you. I got you. Yeah, man. All right, that's what's up. Yeah, that's I mean, yeah, I, I ain't really do well. Well, at the office, they they did a little surprise situation. Um, uh-huh. So uh-huh. that was cool. You know what I'm saying? To to for the team to recognize you and shit, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And you know, everybody, you know, celebrate you and stuff. So that was all good. You know, I don't want to downplay that because you know, motherfuckers could have been like, "Fuck that nigga." Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. They they <laughs> came together on that shit. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. So That's you know, sure. for me though, for me, it really felt like. It's been a lot going on, you know what I'm saying? A lot happening, a lot to juggle over the, you know, past six months has been a, a, a long road, you know what I'm saying? And I'm starting to see daylight, you know what I mean? Yeah, like we talked about the fight, you know what I mean? Shit, they've they been jumping you now. Shit, it's only two of them left, you know what I'm saying? It was five mm-hmm. of them when we started this rumble. Now it's mm-hmm. two. And that and they kind of concerned because the momentum has switched. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, damn, mm-hmm. we couldn't get them with five, nigga. What are we going to do with two? So mm. that's how I'm feeling about life. It's like, okay, shit. You know what I'm saying? Niggas ain't finna beat me down. 
I'm still here. I'm still standing on you motherfuckers. And mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's going to be hell to pay because I done been fighting five niggas now. This right. shit too, I could deal with. <laughs> you like my man in McDonald's just eating them punches like right. that's it? Right. You know what I mean? Right, let me go to get this axe real fast. Hold on. Hold right, don't, on. Let, don't let me get him a bag. Right, oh, exactly. Yeah. Literally. Literally. <laughs> and never let nobody go to the bag and the after you done pummeled this man, do not yeah. let them go get in the bag and you stick around. That is ridiculous. That's that's ridiculous. Like if you gonna let him get to the bag, nigga, you need to be running. <laughs> and you just you kind of I ain't gonna I mean I you, look you almost deserve whatever's coming towards you if you're gonna just sit there and wait for them to right. retrieve whatever don't do that that's rule number one don't let them go to the bag go to the trunk leave the scene <laughs> yeah, if they leave the, the scene you leave the scene get yeah. the fuck on mm-hmm. <laughs> they thought oh, it was man. sweet they thought oh, yeah, yeah we done we done beat him down he don't want nothing right. he's like yeah. okay. Let me show you something. Oh, man. The, the kid he slapped up at the end, though. I thought it was just an innocent bystander, but then when I watched it back a few times, that was one of the mother. lead one. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he he had to get him something. He smacked he him up. He slapped him down. <laughs> <laughs> he gave him a, yeah, that was a, a good open hand bludgeoning. Right. Yeah, man. <laughs> what was so funny, though, was when I seen him get interviewed, he was so mild mannered. He did not his his interview energy did not match right. what I saw in the footage before. Right. He was like, "Oh man!" He was like, "Well, you know, I'm just trying to defend myself. I, right. You know, See, I carry this just because you right. know. It's mostly for vehicles." But uh, I said, "Wow, this cat here." <laughs> that is real. That's real deal. Code switching. You know what I'm saying? Well, uh, yeah, shit. I mean, it's kind of like watching Mike Tyson and then hearing him talk after the yeah. fight. <laughs> right, 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 right. The exactly. whole minutes, yeah. then he started talking. <laughs> you like, yo, <laughs> wow, yeah, I remember. Oh man, that's crazy. Um, what was I gonna say, dude? What else is going on, man? Huh. <laughs> <sighs> Um. So you say you you was you was missing the BET Awards? Yeah, the BET Awards is on right now. Hopefully they they, they do a little. Um, yeah, they gonna run it back. A replay. Yeah, they typically used to run it back all the time, but that's back before I cut the cable. Now I don't know if they put it up on the before. I don't know if they put it up on the app immediately. Mm-hmm. Like before, you know, when you got. BET just on cable, that should have probably go the next three hours. It just be the BET or BET, right. you know what I mean? Uh, you're, but now, you're a cord like, yeah. cutter now? <clears throat> oh, I've been cut the cord. We talked about that. I cut uh, the cord a couple years ago. Uh, okay, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've been off that. I've been off that. I don't even miss it. I uh, really don't. I, yeah, I thought I would. Right. Only thing I really thought I was going to miss, which I sometimes think about, is local news. Right. New York one. That was probably the only you thing that I get your little antenna for your TV. Oh, I got an antenna, but you can't get New York one. That's one of them things that uh, come with cable. You know what uh, I mean? Okay, cable okay. pays for that. But um, I mean, yeah, I've really, really, rarely 
even rock with the antenna. I mean, like, I might watch a football game or something like that. You know, now football season's around, so that's something good for an antenna. I used to watch The View. I haven't watched The View in mad long. Uh, now, I'll be honest with you, my streaming service of choice over the last, probably last year at least, is YouTube. And not YouTube TV or YouTube Premium, just regular-ass YouTube. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just so much shit on YouTube that I fuck with that um, I could could literally turn around and it'd be four hours and went by and I've been looking at YouTube content. Mm -hmm. And the wild thing is it's always got to be, it can't be super crazy. Like, if it's some shit, you know, like a Drink Champs interview might be like three hours. Mm Mm-hmm. I might see that and be like, I don't I know if I'm fucking with a three-hour drink chance interview. But what I might do is I might do 30 minutes of it. You know what I'm saying? If I'm like on in some clothes, getting ready to get up out of there, I might throw that on on some background shit. Mm-hmm. But what I'll do is I'll watch like a bunch of little like 30 minutes, 20 minutes. You know, I'm good for a breakfast club interview. I'm good for uh, idea generation. Shout out to uh, Noah Callahan Bev. I'm good for that. I'm good for... A what now? uh, There's a show called Idea Generation. Mm -hmm. And it's just basically an interview show uh, about people who've um, created, you know, some waves in business or uh, art or whatever. And it's just interviewing their journey. You know, they've Mm -hmm. had people on there from like Melody Asani, Alchemist, to... Dwayne Wayne, I mean Dwayne Wade was on there. I didn't, I didn't watch that one yet. Uh, Stephen Victor, you know what I'm saying? Just random people in this, like their story. It's kind of cool, it's inspiring. I watch some shit like that. I'm good for watching some Epicurious shit like that. Um, that's a, that's there. That's the platforms like all food shit. There's this one cat. What's my man Dan? Oh man, I forgot. He used to be the the chef at Noma, and. He um he'll do like three things you could do with potatoes, three meals you could make with potatoes. They'd be fire ass meals, but it's just like if you got some potatoes, you know, and obviously you gotta add this and that and this and that. But it's like, oh shit, let me try that. I got a few little recipes off that cat. I watch shit like that. I watch my expert opinion. Shout out to Math Hoffa and all of them over there. I watch that shit. I watch a lot of a lot of YouTube as uh, content, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so I do that, Word. I do that, and then, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But, um, Shout out to Nori and Drink Champs. Um, they yes. they won uh, best hip hop platform, and then also uh, I'm not sure how it, how it worked out, but I'm seeing the news that uh, Drink Champs and Carisha. Please won the same award. I'm not sure how that works, but you know what I'm saying? Shouts. At the BT Awards? At the BT Hip Hop Awards. Just now. I mean, earlier this evening. Interesting. That's weird. Yeah. That's so, I mean, maybe they split it up. All right. Fuck it. Revolt. All right. We'll just give them. Yeah. <laughs> right. We'll right. Just we don't want no beef. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, I've watched a couple episodes of Carisha Please, man. I fuck with it in the way of. You know, she's not, obviously, she's not a, a journalist. She's not a, a interviewer in the way of the traditional sense. Mm-hmm. She's just got questions. So, 
it's just funny how it'll start. Like I seen the JT episode, and she's like, before she says, "Hey, how you doing?" Whatever she was like, so you was in jail, right? <laughs> and I was like, yo, like just her, her way of breaking into shit is off the chain, man. That shit is kind of funny to me, but uh, obviously that's like, me. It's like yeah. your home girl, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like that's how she do all along. She just jump in it, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just like mm-hmm. when um, what's old girl when Sweetie was on there, and she uh-huh. was like, "So how you felt when he took your car?" Right, right, right. <laughs> it, it's reminiscent and similarly funny enough that they split in the shit. It's reminiscent of like when Nori first started. Mm-hmm. There's that familiarity. Like we artists, you know what I'm saying. So I'm not gonna hit you with a whole lot of preamble and all of this other shit to set up the question because that's not even the medium that I'm really serve. Mm-hmm. I know you. I was in the studio or right. we've done records together. Yo, what's the deal with doing? It's like straight to the point. And when it's straight to the point, there ain't too much leeway for you to really dodge the question because it was nothing but a question. It wasn't no setup. It wasn't no shit that you could parse through. Yeah. Right. So and yeah, then it's, yeah. and it's you know it's already set up like your peer. You know what I'm saying? It's not like yeah some outside motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? It's like your peer, and you know we just kicking it for real, for real. And, yeah. And that's 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 the advantage those types of podcasts have. Because they they really just kicking it with their peers, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. That happen to uh-huh. be you know pretty famous, <laughs> right? You know right. what I'm saying? So you know, shout out to Carisha, shout out to Drink Champs, you know what I'm saying? Team is winning right now. Right. So shit, uh, y'all just had the Revolt Conference, right? We, uh, we had Revolt Summit. Um, what was that? Not this weekend that just passed, but the weekend before. Yeah. Um, How was that? Oh, uh, the summit was dope. Um. You know, it was sold out. You know what I'm saying? It was a bit little bigger than it was last year, which was my first Revolt Summit. Um, uh-huh. It's a huge endeavor, you know what I'm saying? But it's like you get to get a lot of people in one place under the banner, right? And there's a lot of information going on, you know. And, and you know, I say this all the time, even before I even worked in the system with Puff. Puff has always been... Uh, proponent of you know educating you know what I'm saying bringing shit together like even before he was famous and shit he would be writing a, a column in the BRE magazine trying to break down the industry for young people and of course you know I always give him credit for creating basically a new class of executives you know what I'm saying like a whole class of niggas who probably wouldn't even be able to get no jobs were able to come in and be record execs at young, you young, black, from the hood. You could walk into the labels and all the labels needed that young, black mindset during that era. You know what I'm saying? That, oh, they 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 let this young nigga run the damn A&R department and they got Jodeci and Mary J. Blige? We might need to try some of these young niggas, you know what I'm saying? It really mm-hmm. like shook up the industry because it was a lot of older suits, you know what I'm saying? Now some young sweatsuits in here just saying, nah, we need to make it like the young people like it, right? Which opened the door for the niggas like us, you know what I'm saying? Like to come in, get a job, get a corporate car right out the door, you know what I'm saying? Just for having black ideas. You know what I mean? So, 
I salute that. And the Revolt Summit is kind of like an extension of that mindset. You know what I'm saying? Keeping something in the culture that that helps people along in certain ways, helps disseminate information, helps bring it together under the banner of not just having fun, but inspiration, knowledge. Uh, they had a whole row of, uh, you know, what they call office hours, where it was like you could sit down, you could sign up to talk to somebody that work at a certain company and get in their face, share your resume, and you know what I'm saying, and chop it up. You know what I mean? So... It's like even the old music industry conferences didn't have that type of thing. You know what I mean? Like you had to run up on a nigga. You know? So here you could sign up. You know what I mean? Sign up and 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 get in the mix. And I ran into one of one some somebody we know, you know what I'm saying, who did office hours. Like, why you why you doing office hours? She was like, Because, you know what I'm saying? It's right there. Why why do a cold call when I could just sign up? You know what I'm saying? And talk to the person for thirty minutes, and they got they sitting there and had to do it, you know, mm. which is smart mm-hmm. because if you've been here for a few hours talking to uh, a lot of entry level people or people who are trying to break in, and then somebody that comes across your table that you could actually benefit from or that could actually, you know what I'm saying, or you could benefit them in 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 a business way because they already in it. I'm like, damn, that actually is kind of genius. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Shit. There's some people I would do some office hours with, but you know, I'm I'm too proud to do that kind of shit. But hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Hilarious. Oh man. But hey, That's you know funny. what I'm saying? Sometimes you gotta, you know, shake out yourself, you know? <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> That's funny. Oh shit. So yeah, it was a good time though, man. Um, uh, we had a panel. The the uh, news division, the Atlanta studio division, did a panel. Oh yeah, yeah, we did yeah. a panel on um, reparations. Uh, Dear America, uh-huh. Dear America, run my check. What was the name of it? Oh, I saw that. I saw yeah. Killer Mike and yeah, Killer Tez uh, Figueroa. Uh, yeah, Tez Figueroa, Tariq yeah, Nasheed. Yeah, yeah. uh, okay, Cam- yeah, yeah, Camilla yeah. Moore from the California. Reparations Task Force, Van Lathan. Okay, okay. So that was that was pretty good. You know what I'm saying? It had some moments. Little you had Uh Tez and uh, you know one of the. I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who was that? Now somebody was heckling her from the. No, they weren't heckling her. They were just saying what she was saying was that um, the lady Camilla from the the Reparations Task Force was saying Uh that you know they're trying to engage. You know, more entertainers because entertainers have the audience and the reach. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then Tez's point was, hey, yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's cool you engaging the um, entertainers, but at the same time, you have to engage the people who are doing the real organizing on the ground, right? Mm-hmm. And, it, and, it, and it could have felt like Tez may have like counteracted what she said. But she was just adding on to it from from my perspective. And in her perspective, she felt like she was just adding on to what the lady was saying. So the guy in the audience, when it came to the questions, he was like, yeah, yeah. I think he was some type of rapper or something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You talking about these entertainers don't need to be involved with this. You know what I mean? da 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 And so he came at her like, you know what I'm saying? You tripping. But then she was like, listen, nigga. 
See, you talking and don't even know what's happening. She was like, first of all, you know what I'm saying, when it comes to politics and all that, I am somebody that's been on the ground organizing and I am consulting a lot of these, you know what I'm saying, entertainers that we're talking about. Like Puff mm-hmm. Daddy is my client. When it comes to politics, he's calling me. You know what I'm saying? And she named off a couple of other people. You know, so what she was saying was like, I'm not trying to take them out of the equation. All I'm saying is, is we need to empower some of the people who are actually doing the work and that can mm-hmm. speak on behalf of the issues that the entertainers support. You know what I'm saying? And so that that's what that clip was all about. Mm-hmm. Y'all can check that. I think the the summit is up now on, on on Revolt TV if you got, you know what I'm saying, Revolt on your cable. But if you if not you could you could check it out on the app. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's all there. It's all good. The whole summit, like all of the panels yeah, and stuff? Yeah, a lot of a lot of the pa- I mean, of course it's condensed, but you know. Right. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's what's up. Yeah. <clears throat> all right. It's about that time, brother. Let's get into it. Let's talk about some of these shows. Uh so we not gonna talk about Atlanta this week. Cause uh we ain't both watch it. So we're gonna we're gonna double back on that next week, get to it. Uh we we've got two episodes to well, we'll have three episodes to talk about when we come back next week though. Uh-huh. Um but uh Shit, where you want to go first? You want to go to Queens or Westeros? Oh, man. Let's go to Queens. Okay, let's go take it to the Queens side. Uh, the latest episode of Raising Canaan. Mm-hmm. It was uh, it was some joints in this. Interesting. <laughs> this this is this is just some of my thoughts. I'm mm-hmm. just gonna get because I just <laughs> literally just finished watching it. So I'm just giving you thoughts on what mm-hmm, I'm. Mm-hmm. One, I'm starting to feel like Officer Burke is like the Raising Canaan version of Sax. Right. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> she got a hunch and that shit is tearing her up. She's trying her hardest to put it all together. Like you could see damn near steam coming out of her ears as she was trying to put the shit together. And Howard. Kind of looking at her like she's simple. She ain't really got no shot at putting those. So he's sleeping on her. Mm-hmm. And then cut to the next scene. Her lady come downstairs. She ain't wake. She ain't even go to bed. She's been just sitting here in front of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And damn near has it figured out. Her homegirl is almost the one that's kind of talking her out of it. Like, nah, I think you bugging. Mm-hmm. You starting to dip into internal affairs. Nobody like internal <laughs> affairs. Mm-hmm. I don't even know, or maybe I missed it. Is her girl a cop as well, or no? Cause not sure, but it feels like she is. Feels she's, like she's it. Cop yeah. adjacent, if not. Absolutely, absolutely. Especially if she's talking about all of this sentiment that people don't like eternal affairs and you investigating the cop and all of that. So mm-hmm. that's interesting. She's she's on the crazy hunt. Um. What else? There was this one moment, and it's just a small moment, uh, when Laverne Jukebox went to go see Nicole's uh <laughs> Laverne went to go go sit at the uh at the headstone of her, you know, her ex, I guess. Um, sit there and the pops pulled up mm-hmm. and Laverne gave Pops a tissue 
because I guess he was crying, mm-hmm. but he wiped his nose and then yeah, wiped, wiped his, his eyes. eyes. I was yes. Like, God and, damn. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was the only person that saw. I said, "What the fuck is that?" You're Hey, at them boogers and brought them boogers. Straight to his, his pupils. That's where acting goes uh, wrong because he might yeah, he really have no snot. Yeah. <laughs> so. yeah, yeah. And that's where somebody should have been like, hey, 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 let's cut that again real quick. Let's just run. Let's do another take because I, I don't know if you saw that. But you went you went straight nose to eye. That was a little weird. And then you got um, the pink eye. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sure cats noticed that shit. But that was funny. That was something funny. Uh, I don't, and I mean, I've known it for a minute, but uh, I'm almost, I almost want to say I don't trust Cartier, but you kind of know where you stand with Cartier. Cartier like letting them hands fly. Boy, he's abusive. Yeah, he's a bully. He's, he's a super bully. He's giving everybody the heavy hand. So there's that. Um, you know what I'm saying? Lou done made a deal with the devil. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Lou need a win. You know what I'm saying? Lou, Lou need a win. He need a hit record. He needs something because he's taking a lot of L's. Lou is it's looking kind of looking kind of bad for Lou. And it was the one funny scene where. Lou and uh, what's her name? Zena or something. I forget the the the, the singer's name. Mm-hmm. But they they getting it in, and then these <laughs> these Jamaicans with the terrible patois <laughs> jump up. <laughs> Yo, these cats here. I, I'm not. Shout out to my Jamaicans. I want y'all to check in on that patois. Let me know. <laughs> my being a little too hard on it. My man, shit, <laughs> shit was crazy. But um, they come in, they talking about, yo, Crown owe 50000 you you know what I mean, Linton, Mar- Linton, Mallory, or whomever, this is, you know, this is his debt, that Crown owe, Blase Skip, you got X amount of, you know what I'm saying, time to to make good on this, on this debt, mm-hmm. or some shit about to happen. Right. And then they step off. Homegirl is like she's like she ain't hear none of that. She's like, "Yo, Lou, what's cracking, niggas? You gonna finish? You need to finish the job, nigga." <laughs> Word, like he like, "Ma, did you not just hear what the fuck? Is? Were you not present at the meeting? You know right. what I'm saying? This nigga just threatened my life. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's a bit of an erection killer. Right. But um, right. But, but that, before you go, before you move on from that point, go ahead. Lou feels like he's getting triple crossed. I don't know where it's coming from, how it's coming. Uh-huh. It seemed like Cartier sent the damn girl, you know what I'm saying, to, mm. you know what I'm saying, do the, you know, what, whoop, whoop, you know what I'm saying? Feel, that feels like a setup. You know uh, what I'm saying? I forgot. That was his eight. That's yeah, his Cartier artist. Right? artist. That's right. how Cartier got in business right. with them in the first place. Right, right, right. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. So you got right. that. Then Lou leaves, goes to the, the trap, take a bag right. full of money out. Uh-huh. Then they cut to a scene. Unique got the bag. Oh, I didn't realize that was the you think that was the same bag? Well, it was, the same the, bag. it was the only brown paper bag full of money we seen the whole episode. Then when the when Italian pulled up on him and he was like, yo, look like business is good, uh, Unique was kinda like, nah, this ain't 
this ain't good business. This this for you, but it ain't from businesses is gonna get good, but it ain't good yet. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. one, I got a question: Where the bag of money come from? Is that Lou's bag of money that he stole from his sister's trap? I thought he stole the money from the trap to pay off the debt. That's what I thought he was gonna pay the Jamaicans. Right, but he took the money and the Jamaicans wasn't paid. Jamaicans, the Jamaicans wasn't paid. Later on, we realized that. Right. So where the money go? What was the money for? You know what I'm saying? I, I'm curious if that's the same bag because Warrell was the one that gave. Unique that bag, but I so did Lou pay Warrell but something? I, I, it, I don't know, but it's like if Lou took the money, what he do uh-huh. with the money? That's the only uh-huh. thing he needed money for that we knew of. Uh-huh. That's what I think. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. That was the only yeah. brown bag full of money. That's a hell of a you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Switch bait right. and switch. You know what I'm saying? Right. But then Lou still get beat up about the debt. Yeah, but I'm thinking, I thought that money that Warrell brought to Unique was the money that they had made in Jersey. Because mm. both them are, they both in Jersey. Remember Unique saying, I understand. yo. But it was so just a line curious. that Unique had said to the Italian about when he gave the Italian the money, that's for you. He was like, oh, thanks, man. Business must be good. He said some shit like, you know what I'm saying, it's not good yet. You know what I'm saying? But this oh. is just a gift. You know what I'm saying? This just wait, oh, this you, for you. Wait, 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 wait. You know what? You know what, though? To that point, Warrell said to Unique when he gave him the bag, he was like, you think Rock gonna feel a way about you pumping out the other building? Mm. So maybe he did cut a deal with Lou. Oh. And they set up some shit. Remember, he was like, yeah, we ain't even gonna have to worry about that. Mm-hmm. We're going to have our shit established by the time she figured that out. Don't uh-huh. even worry about that. He was like, yo, you don't think Rock going to feel a way about you pumping out of that other building? Mm-hmm. So maybe to that point, maybe that is a Lou situation, which would make me look at Lou super sideways. But, I mean, he been kind of half in, you know what I mean, like Lou resent, not resentful, mm-hmm. but like he been half in the bag and kind of, Right. Not really fucking with Rock, especially now that we realize, we see later on, that my man Scrap was not snitching, which I said. I said, mm-hmm. I don't think he was saying. I think he was just talking. They was just asking questions. Mm-hmm. I don't think Scrap, they bodied him. And she, you could tell, and it was interesting because it kind of played more to Howard being the one that made the mistake. Mm-hmm. But Rock... Rocky fucking and she has a penchant for being a little bit impatient. Mm-hmm. She fucked up. You know what I mean? It really fall more on Howard in that mm-hmm. in that scene. But when they zoomed in, that was an interesting zoom, and I ain't never seen them do that before. That was kind of like a little <laughs> speedy ass Spike Lee dolly. <laughs> but it was like, right. and you could see she was like, "Oh shit!" Like, right. "Oh, I'm I'm sloppy." Mm-hmm. Um. So there's that. There's also that moment. Cause Lou need a he need a win. There's also that moment where he seems to be getting sunned everywhere. Right. His sister sunning him. Um Crown was sunning him. Well. Um now it looked like Cartier sunning. They in the thing. Lou about to he really just wanna work some knobs. You see what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. he really just wanna produce something. Mm-hmm. He about to pull the fader up. Cartier like chill. You know what I'm saying? You can see that nigga look sick. They like really got it on him. That nigga looks so sick. Like, damn, dog. 
I done got a whole nother. I'm getting sunned again. Right. I done shook hands on the sunning. Right. This that. So um, you know, yeah. it's like all right. So maybe Lou cut a side deal and is trying to work it to get the money up. Plus, you know, what I'm saying keep his yeah. shit going, get some get some money going. But yeah. you know, I don't know why these niggas is so comfortable cutting these side deals with their enemies. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't either. I don't you either. know what I'm saying? Like, and here come Marvin going to the Italians to to handle his 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 rap problem, as he would say. You know what I'm saying? Now, what was the reason for like Tony ratted on Tony him is supposed the- to be snitching right now? That's why she ain't witness protection. Who's she snitching on though? On Marvin now. On Marvin. Oh, she snitching on Rock and all of them. On Marvin, she only know Marvin, so his Marvin right. problem. But, uh, but okay. you know, so she in witness protection up in Scarsdale and shit, he ended up right. running cross her. Yeah. That ain't even far enough. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that shit ain't even that far. Uh, so he followed then, her. He When, you know, he, you know, the police came to talk to him, he's like, I'm out. I'm about to be out here anyway. She right. pulling out at the same time. He follow her up, see her, you know what I'm saying, where she resting at. You know what I'm saying? Right. And now- How'd he find out she was snitching though? Who pulled? Who pulled? No, and last season, last season when she disappeared. Oh, and she was at the police office, a police station that time too. And he was like, "Oh, you the one." Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, so that's from that's a that's from last season, right? And then, um, so you know, yeah, he see where she resting now. So okay, I can't really do it, but you know, let me get somebody white Mm -hmm. white to do it. Even right. though these niggas was, I guess he don't know that they was trying to kill Rock last week. <laughs> right. And it's the same hapless ass dude. He fucking it up. He's a, he's like, if this was Bronx Tale, he's like the cooler. We got to put him in the closet. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He bad luck. Um, There's that. There's also the fact, and I knew this was going to happen. And they like, and there's a couple things that I, I mean, we've seen a lot of this shit about to happen. So it's funny to see the shit unfold. Um, I already knew Marvin was gonna wind up jumping off with the uh, the therapist, mm-hmm. the you know what I mean, the, the anger management coach. Mm-hmm. See how that's going. She was looking thirsty around them little cups of Kool Aid. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yo, here's my number. You know what I mean? Da, 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 da. So that's going to jump off. I also knew, and I'm not even mad, even though I mean, I guess it's a little problematic. But I knew that uh, Kanan and Paloma was going to jump off. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. That, we talked about it. That's, that's, yeah. that's fucking juice again. Juice again. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He hitting the mom. But he's so concerned. That's my girlfriend. When did she become his girlfriend, <laughs> though? I don't remember that. I don't even think correct. For a hot second, I didn't think she was going to jump in the bed, but I thought she was going to handle it on some real G shit for a right. second. Like right. I thought that look. was the whole setup from the jump when the mama right. brought her right. over there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I thought yeah. that's how they was planning. Because just, I mean, just last week when he was almost getting killed, he was, you know, trying, he was had the eyes for the white girl. Yeah. Yeah. Kay, I mean, he a young kid. I guess he got, you know, he horny. I know. I um, understand, but I didn't, I didn't. No, we was classified yeah. You ain't seeing no a, real as a, commitment, as his girlfriend. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right, like, right. Shit, well, she only made yeah. one other appearance and shit. We ain't seeing him talking on the phone. She ain't beeping right. on that. Right, right, right. He was open over. He was tonguing her down yeah, he the first t- time they met. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Can't like the kiss now. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Old kissing Canaan. Old kissing ass uh, Canaan. <laughs> yeah. But what was what was crazy for me was this is what I thought. First off, what's her name? Corinne, right? Is that her name? I don't know. Karina? Corinne. Okay. Um she was tight. She threw the motherfucker half gallon of milk at her mom's. Missed like a motherfucker, but was mad as shit. Mm, and then that old fake ass milk was stuck in one place on that wall. <laughs> yeah, like like some fucking paint. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that shit look crazy. But then Paloma, like, hold on, nigga. Like, I like this type of excitement. Let's jump back off. So this nigga lay down, get back with it. But what I'm thinking about is obviously she upset. She already threw. A half gallon of milk paint at a mom's. Ain't the revolver still out there on the on the table? Like she could know. just go grab that revolver right. and light both of them up. Right. You know what I'm saying? But you know, she went and told a mom. She went, you know, she she did her little she, but, you know what I'm saying? But it's like, it's like, you know, Kanan went from having a full on fit. Oh my God, that's my girlfriend. What are you doing? <laughs> to right back to it. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. all she had to do was start kissing, kissing ass uh, Kane, and got right back in line. Yeah, that's, that's his weakness. <laughs> that might be his weakness. That nigga be white. Yeah, man. Right in there. Right in there. That shit was crazy. That's all I was thinking. I was like, yo, Kane, you wildin'. Because yeah. literally, the gun is right on the table last I remember. Right. You know what I'm saying? So if it was going to be crazy, it could have got super crazy. Mm-hmm. But obviously. That wouldn't have worked for raising Canaan. This is the power it. universe. Yeah. We already know Canaan comes back from the dead in the other one, so we know oh, right, he, he's right. hard to kill, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got nine lives. Um, he got burnt you know. to death and came back. Mm-hmm. Um, Juliana seemed a little tight, you know what I'm saying, that she ain't getting, she's being, she's not getting the respect she deserves. She done got you know, tied up and all of that and niggas are still doing business with the with the hostage, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> with the cat that held her ransom and nobody at the right. table still ain't hearing her. You right. know what I mean? <laughs> I thought Rocky was a little overzealous with setting up this little DC Maryland connect with homie that got beat up. Well, uh, you know, ain't no other way. It's I like guess, we we yeah, talked yeah. about the water boys. And yeah, I was saying yeah, back yeah. then it was a lot even more aggressive. So yeah. it's like, dog, one thing about that particular era, it's like uh-huh. it was so equitable that right. it was the the dope game was democratized. Where you didn't uh-huh. have to have a whole lot of connections and smarts and wit. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. You had a few dollars, you could get you a double up and juggle your way to an empire, right? Right, right. And the way that money was coming so fast, everybody was so arrogant about the shit. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like a nigga that was, you know, a dusty nigga. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Two months later, it's a rich nigga. You know what I'm saying? And he letting everybody mm-hmm. feel it. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. Rocky, you know what I mean? She she has that, that juice and that influence in her world and in her mind, that shit. If I want it, I'm going to get it. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what you niggas on, but shit, that's what I'm on. It's about expansion. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I done promised this shit over here, and I done promised Jersey. Now my plug, I'm letting my plug know I'm spinning this shit all the way down to D.C., Virginia. I'm about to build an empire. And that's how she thinking. And that's really not how simple it was, but 
that's how simple it was. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You bust, mm-hmm. bust some moves, make your plays, and it the product sold itself. The demand was such that you weren't gonna never be sitting on no product. So you trying right. to push as far and fast as you could go, and that's what Rock doing right now. And it seems mm-hmm. like dangerously out of control for us. But when you in that type shit, that shit is just how that shit went. When you like, when you watch shit back, like remember Feds magazine and shit, or you watch like mm-hmm. them American gangsters, or you know, what I'm saying shit like that, and you be like, why was she motherfucking? Remember the, the one on um Jamaica, Jamaica uh, from L.A. The, the uh she was a queen pen out in L.A. Yeah, I remember you talking about. Oh, this. you ain't never seen it. You one. ain't never seen it. Uh, uh-uh, uh, I don't think so. But how she got cased up? So. She was in Vegas, and then yeah. you know, what I'm saying ran into some you know, you know, dope boys out in Vegas, and was like, "Yo, you know, what I'm saying I got it. What's happening? You know, what I'm saying." Right. And she was trying to expand outside of L.A. because it was getting hot, and then the nigga turned out to be you know, what I'm saying, uh, you know, uh, a fed informant type of nigga, and that's how mm-hmm. she got brought down, but. That's just how quick shit was going. You thinking to yourself, now that was stupid. You know what I'm saying? But right. when you in the life, you just round people in the life and you you busting moves based off of instinct and intuition and sometimes your shit be off. Yeah, man. Uh, I'm trying to think what else happened. So we saw that. And then the murder for hire. Who was the murder for? Oh, yeah. We sent the, the, the Italian. The Italian went to go shoot up the old girl. And the shit went bad. Yeah. Tony. Yeah. yeah. And that's gonna that's looking yeah, like that's, that's gonna come back. That mean on, looks on. like that shit got to come back. Yeah. That's his son. He he Wait, whose son? The Italian nigga son. What you mean? The nigga who oh. went to get the hit is the Italian nigga son. Oh, the nigga that got killed. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right. But right, then right, I don't right. know if he got killed because in the in the um in the previews, he's still alive. Yeah, he's still alive, which means he could be talking. You know what I'm saying? I thought they were talking about the, old, the dentist. The, the, nah, oh, well, the dentist too, but nah, but the dentist, you know what I'm saying, ain't going to be able to talk about Marvin. You know what I'm saying? He ain't going to be able to talk about Marvin, but why the, the would... The son is the only one that could talk about Marvin. Right, but that's my point. Like, why would they, why would he even want to talk about Marvin? The Italian son got shot. If he's still alive, he, he gonna be upset that he got shot. No, he gonna his dad gonna be like, "What the fuck is you doing? Right, killing this mother? What are you doing? Right, you know what I'm saying? He gonna be like, Marvin put me up to it. I, I was doing a hit. Like they know it was a hit, but for what? For who? He outside right. of the family right now. What are you doing? Right. The other nigga, the the the, the racist one, he don't know who they was doing it nah, for. He don't know nothing. He don't know nothing. Yeah, I'm curious to see how that plays out. If that's the, but if the Italian guy is still alive, or if they're saying that the um, the dentist, we know the dentist alive because the dentist was like, "Help, help, help!" Right? No, I got that, but the, which was crazy too. Like, who are you yelling help to? There's two niggas that ran up in your house. Well, he yeah, a I was citizen. He's just a regular citizen. He ain't no gangster. No, I understand that, but you live in a big ass house up a long driveway. Who you don't live in a apartment <laughs> building? Like, who do you think is going to show up? 
Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, help, a, help, nigga, pick the phone up. Call 911. That's the citizen just, thing to do. Call for yeah, help. I guess. I guess. <laughs> I guess. Use the phone next time. But uh, I think maybe, because I'm thinking, look like the cops was, I feel like what's going to happen, because I don't think the Italian dude is alive. I think what happened is Tony is a CI. You know what I'm saying? Like, she's, a, she's, a, she's an informant. Mm-hmm. So... The people are going to put together why she was shot. Mm -hmm. He don't even know. He met her in witness protection. So he don't even know Mm -hmm. that she was an informant. So it's going to be, oh, this is what happened. This is, you know what I'm saying? And now he's alive. The dentist, the dentist is going to be like, it was two Italian guys. I don't know. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. That's going to be interesting. Um... I mean, I guess the last thing to talk about is old Symphony. This is the second time Symphony done made a dramatic exit. You know what I'm saying? And, and Rocky was about to make his exit all the way dramatic. <laughs> and then uh, she got cold feet. You know uh, she, she, she really liked him. She, I mean, yeah, she was the only thing. She was the, he was, she was, he was somebody that she cared for, but of course she couldn't. He was somebody that was, wasn't hardened. She been with the goddamn old hardened ass police officer got her pregnant. Mm-hmm. Then you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? She was already snitching on her dope boy boyfriend who was hardened. Right. You know what I'm saying? Then she right. was a hard ass for, for all the rest of the years, hard single mama. And mm-hmm. now you got soft ass symphony. You know what I'm saying? Showing her the, another side to life. You know what I'm saying? Right. In a way that wasn't. It is funny that they just oppose symphony and Cartier. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. Cartier is on the other side as a nigga with some money doing the finer things at life, and she almost ain't interested in that shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. of who the nigga is and how he putting it together and how he putting it on. Like, yeah, 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 I'm putting niggas up on shit. You know what I'm saying? This is how I do shit. You know what I'm saying? Look at how I, You know what I'm saying? And she don't really care about all that shit. She just trying to get to the money. But Symphony yeah. wasn't getting no money. Obviously mm-hmm. still living in the projects. And mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Was he in the project? That wasn't the project. That's what it looked like. Them brick nah, ass, them brick look... ass buildings. Where the fuck he? Nah, dang, <laughs> that's a that's an apartment. That's a nice little apartment. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't had no PJs. Yeah, he was doing that. Nigga, simply look like he lived right in them forty projects. What he? Nah, what they trapping? Uh, I'm gonna have to look back at that. But that definitely looked like a regular ass apartment. Nice little. Canaan was like you leaving the South Side, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The South, yeah. I didn't, hey, I didn't know Southside had nice little apartments. I didn't know. I don't know. Uh-huh. I thought Southside yeah. was supposed to be the rough side. Right. No, but you know, it's always a glimmer of hope. I don't know. Everywhere I you think Symphony well, lived in the projects. <laughs> it, it didn't look like no project building. It looked like, remember, I don't, you remember, um, remember River Arts? Uh-huh. It looked like a River Arts building. Okay. You know what I'm saying? It looked like that type of vibe. There's, you know, bricked up, but it was like, you know, like some um, condos and shit up in there or like apartments, <laughs> like like uh, like Lennox Terrace. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, it ain't that ain't the PJs. That's a nice little situation. It might have some uh, affordable housing in there, but that ain't, it ain't NYCHA. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But, um... Okay, okay. I mean, yeah, it look, yeah, look yeah. like it's a NYCHA. It look like a NYCHA to me. I ain't, I ain't people too uh, tough. You ain't got the your NYCHA uh, 
differentiation. Nah, yeah, yeah, I mean, you yeah, know, a, when you're from the South, yeah. all that shit, all them brick ass right, high right, rises right, look right, like right. NYCHA. Duh, duh. I'm a I'm a NYCHA alumni. I know <laughs> the PJs look like. Uh, well, okay, so boom, let's get back to. So she ain't she ain't pop him. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was it. What I ain't gonna lie, I did like the part when he got uh pulled over, mm-hmm. just on some separate shit, just for the fact that Symphony is you know he kind of know a little bit of what's going on. He might not all the way be. 100% like straight shooter mm-hmm. but they ain't got nothing on him and it felt good to see a nigga get pulled over that he ain't dirty mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying he know how to look da, da, da. and and hitting her back with some look ma what's going on what, what, what we talking about here you know what I'm saying like I, I don't know in that little moment the little small victories I'd be like alright son that was good that was a good situation <laughs> but uh, for a hot second I thought she was gonna kill him she didn't Hopefully he's gone. I mean, we'll see. I doubt it. I didn't realize. Well, over to your point, I didn't think that Cartier and Rock were dating. I thought they were nah, just kind of on some. I ain't saying they was dating, but he is uh-huh. taking a. You know, he approached her on some. You know, saying, "Hey, what's up, boo?" Type shit, and they've been uh-huh. going out. And he's been showing around, obviously under right. the guise of this. How I clean my money. But this is my right. lifestyle. He taking her to the right. fancy places. He really yeah. trying to show her like shit. I'm on. I done came up, bitch. You know what I'm saying? That's how right. he he he. You know what I'm saying? He talk about all his things. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like Cartier is about them things, and she ain't yeah. really about that. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. I didn't say that uh-huh. she was dating him because she was barely dating Symphony ass. You know what I'm saying? She <laughs> she married to the game. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But right. but. The two men that have come into her life, uh-huh. you know what I'm saying? One had nothing, not had not really nothing, and one got it all, but he kind of boisterous and, and arrogant about it. You know what I'm saying? And Symphony was softer, kinder, gentler approach that she was interested in. It's just Symphony ain't know how to break out of the, you know, traditional mold and get with a hustling ass chick you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. so it was almost him that couldn't deal with it and not her mm. yeah 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 now he couldn't you know it was a weird one it was a weird situation it was a weird situation and I, I mean I think they both kind of was weird with it cause she would go cold for a second which it felt like when it looked like it was gonna get real Mm-hmm. She grew cold because she couldn't afford to mm-hmm. get caught up with it, right? And then that would have him like, "All right, well, what's going on but here?" It, you know, they, but it wasn't because she didn't feel it. You know what I'm saying? And the way that they, oh, no, she got scared. She felt it. She right. just got scared of the feeling, right? Yeah, and and yeah. the way they kind of showed that shit is when he showed up at that door, and she looked and saw his ass through that window. She backed back up. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. and pulled herself together like shit. Right. Damn. Right. Yeah, they pull yeah. my. I had to put my mask on and get my shit together. Right. Uh huh. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I think that's about it. Anything we missing? Nah, that's it. That's it. Let's get to the. Let's get to the dragons. 
Let's get to the dragons. You take the lead on the dragons, cause I, I got a I got a bit of a take in a minute. I got beef with the dragons, man. Okay, you might be where I'm at. I'm gonna keep it funky, but yo, go ahead, go ahead. Cause I got beef with the dragons, man. We'll talk about it, cause hey, guy, I think go ahead. I mean, I'm back on my racist shit. You know what I'm saying? Uh huh. Racism, yeah, they killing the blacks. The racism in the thrones, and you know it was always there. But it wasn't no black people, so you know what I'm saying? It was hard to, you know what I'm saying? It was hard point to, to it. point to it, you know what I'm saying? But the dragons, you know that meme that's going around of um of my man in the movie Hollywood, uh, where he be pointing at the screen. Oh, once oh Leo? Yeah, Leo DiCaprio. Yeah, Leo DiCaprio, uh-huh. he be pointing at the screen, oh! You know what I'm saying? Right, Like, right. that's how it was the whole fucking episode of this last episode. Uh-huh. The ra- uh-huh. pointing out the racism. Look at it. Okay. Look at that. Look at that. It's just like. You don't see it? Yeah. yeah. It's like, you know what I'm saying? Come on, man. It's like, first of all, the Valerians are you know, supposed to be most powerful family on that side of the globe. You know what I'm saying? They, you know, they come from a long line of powerfulness, great house. You know what I'm saying? But they get no, they act like, but they weak in the fucking show. You know what I'm saying? Like like the Lord Corliss, who's supposed to be, you know, a great warrior, the sea snake. He gets no fucking respect at the table, at the council. Nobody on his words. His wife is the reject of the goddamn Targaryens. <sighs> the black kids. Mama get killed by her own dragon because, you know, she wasn't about to let their ass kill her on that goddamn birthing table. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? She said she wanted to take her ass home to have a baby, but nah, Damon punk ass. Like, you know what I mean? Got her there with these babbit ass maesters, which I don't know if he set that up. He killed his last wife. Shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So she go out there and Dracarys herself. She got the biggest, baddest dragon left in the motherfucking Westeros. Now, now she out of here, Damon punk ass like shit. Y'all know how to do y'all hair, cause shit, yeah, I don't know what to do with y'all. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it was almost uh, like they was one his kids, like those was his step kids. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. Yeah, like, yeah, like he, he ready to let it all like, go. Man, yeah. Hey, I don't know what to tell y'all, but shit, you know what I mean? So, Letting motherfuckers steal her dragon. Well, they, they repossess that dragon immediately. Right, okay. but nobody let the, you know what I'm saying? Nobody, you can't let, the dragons don't let nobody do shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but yeah, see, that's that's mean. the part of the writing. They wrote the nigga taking her dragon. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Racist as fuck. You know what I'm saying? The curious black, white kid just, you know, I need to get me a dragon. You know what I'm saying? She got the biggest, baddest dragon of them all, and he just go out there and ride his ass like it wasn't shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Easy. Yeah. Now he come back with big balls. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> shit. Motherfucker, I got me a dragon now, you motherfucking asses. You know what I'm talking about? Then, I like when Shorty stole his ass. Yeah, Bow! but yeah, but it but, wasn't enough. But, but yeah, he, but he he he, he he stole her back, then slapped the mm-hmm. other one down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The only one that could really stand up to him was the little was white, the white one. The littlest white one. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, they they jumped the dagger. The, they jumped uh-huh. this motherfucking ass. That was funny. But the mm-hmm. but the little the littlest white one, you know what I'm saying, was uh-huh. smart enough to throw some dust in his eye and then right. slice right. his ass up, right? 
Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? So so now it's pops taught her. So so now we go to the motherfucking king's court. The court king like nigga, what the fuck going on? How how my right. grandson lost his eye? How my son lost his eye, rather? Like what the mm-hmm. fuck going on? You know what I'm saying? Nobody addressed the fact that he whooped up on the two black girls. They ain't even come no, up no. in the conversation. Nah, you know what I'm nah, saying? Not Nothing. Mm-hmm. He, you know what I'm saying? He called us bastards. You know what I'm saying? That's all they had. What about the mm-hmm. assault? You know what I'm saying? Right, right. I'm like, I'm trying to be a lawyer. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. Hold up. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Like, shit, right. we, we missing some some points in this goddamn argument. Mm-hmm. So then his punk ass mama, you know what I'm saying? Want to raise up? I want to eye for an eye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And you know that whole thing. So anyway, that's that, that racist thing when they beat up the black girls. Ain't nothing was said. It, they ain't you know what I mean. They ain't even show up in the in the part where it was they was trying to figure it out. You know what I'm saying? The little one. You know what I'm saying? He got his little black eye, but goddamn, he slapped up mm-hmm. some other kids around this motherfucker too. <laughs> yeah, right. He ain't even getting no. There's no consequences for, for yeah the black for, the, for the black children. Yeah. Then, yeah, nah. then her punk ass husband, the gay one, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, God. No, I'm not, I'm calling him a punk ass because no, I know, I know what you ass, mean. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. You know what I'm saying? I know what you mean. I like this clarification. <laughs> 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 you can cut that if you want. Keep that shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, I'm oh, just saying because I didn't. I, didn't yeah, I get say, it. I know what yeah. you said. I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, his but motherfucking ass. You know what I'm saying? Popping up always after the fact. He Johnny after the fact. After the fact. Yo, I heard some shit jumped off. Right. What, heard you what gave what birth. Happened? You know what I'm saying? You, well, I was yeah, getting fuck. twisted out. <laughs> so he shows up. You know, I thought about it. Yo, he's a typical, right. like, he like a stereotypical deadbeat ass, dad ass nigga. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I thought about it. I'm going to be a better father. He ain't even get, nobody even considered that shit. You know what I'm saying? She was yeah. like, nigga, I'm about to marry my uncle, nigga, and get you out the way. <laughs> you right, your right, bitch right. ass. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, man. They ain't get a nigga. And it's like, though, why you even want to be a father? You not a father. You not even, why are we front? And I understand, because I guess, they, I guess you got to protect the realm and the succession yeah. and get your benefits. But, man, yeah, he, he, yeah, Come man, on, I man. hate that situation. Made him weak weak as fuck. Yeah, even, like, like a, none of the black people was able to, you know what I'm saying? Leverage none of their power that they allegedly have. And shit. Like, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Allegedly, yeah. they the powerful family. That's what I'm saying. The, the black man, the only nigga getting checked <sighs> for having ambitions yeah. in the whole thrones. Shit, yeah. everybody yeah. in the thrones got ambitions. Yeah. Now he the yeah. only one getting chin checked about having some ambitions right. and shit by his wife. You know what I'm saying? Everybody else's wife ain't got no voice. <laughs> this nigga well, wife. Because his wife almost his was ass. queen. You know, his wife was almost queen, so he got to hear about that the all the time. The queen herself didn't have a fucking voice until this episode. Yeah, but she, you know, she a different type I'm of saying, I'm just saying, the black yeah. man wife. Yeah, I get it. She I hear what you're saying. She his ass I hear what you in the middle of the episode. Because this nigga trying yeah. to, you know what I'm saying, can get the success. Yeah, keep the power and yeah. the succession going. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you put it when you boil it all down, right? When you boil it all, this is the racism that I pointed out. 
you know, this or that, that mm-hmm. I synced, right? Mm-hmm. All mm-hmm. that, all them little fine points of racism. Mm-hmm. In the grander scheme of the whole shit, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The Valerians and shit, they don't even exist in the regular in the New Thrones. Two hundred years later, they off the map, nigga. The Lannisters was there, the Targaryens was there, House mm. motherfucking Tully was there, the Dornish motherfuckers was there, everybody was there. No Valerians in 200, mm. 200 years later, that's over. So this little last little set of motherfuckers is it. Mm-hmm. This is it. You know this what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. the one you see it happening. And the one little nigga who who um smuggled the boats. He the black man that was on the thrones, he was a Valerian. So he like the last of the Mohicans. What black little nigga that was smuggled on the boat? He um he was a black man that was on the Game of Thrones, but he was a smuggler. Um Oh, he's on the Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah, he had helped. Uh, he had helped a few people in the in the oh, Game okay. of Thrones. Okay. okay, I thought you meant homie that snuck off with Carl Lanor or whatever after he oh. did the little fake the he faked oh, his nah, death. No, nah, no, nah. just two hundred years later. I'm talking about in the Game of Thrones. Yeah, Lan- gotcha. I mean that was slick how they did that. But goddamn, it was all right. But you yeah, know what I'm saying? Right. Like now his mama. He's grieving. His pop's succession is over because both his kids dead. And then yeah. if you look at the preview, he's struggling in the war. They about to kill his ass. It's about to be over for him. Ain't gonna be no blacks. Ain't gonna make it to the season it's finale. The yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's over. It's over. The two yeah, little black man. kids, Damon step kids, they gonna be. You know what I'm saying? Somewhere yeah. with their hair not done. Yeah. yeah the little yeah. Goldilocks is over. I hope. I hope. Uh... Shorty get some type of cause I liked Homegirl that snuff my man. I hope they get a oh, the little kids? bit of yeah. Man, I hope they get a done. little bit of get back, but they might not. I mean, they might not get no get back. But then I'm thinking, what was uh? Do you think that what was the connection with um? If we're going with Game of Thrones, remember the black woman that was down with um. Uh, what's my girl's name? The queen, not the queen. Yeah, the queen, the dragon. Nah, she Slayer. was. She wasn't from Valeria. She was from Essos or some other shit. Uh, okay. yeah, she was a slave. Like, she was a they, slave. Oh, uh, uh, she was a slave. All right, yeah, damn. She was a slave. This is where I'm at with it. So, you, is that what you? That's your. That's your take on it. That's, that's my it. take. I mean, I could. Go, we. I mean, I could build off what you're talking go, about. Da, 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 that's because I'm like, right, man. I'm, I'm, I was sick with it. Like, man, I don't I'm know. A, if I should support this shit no more. I, that's <laughs> what I'm about to say. I'm going to keep it a hundo. This show is mid, fam. I'm going to be honest. This shit is not that good. And I know they leveraged a lot of budget and they leveraged the Game of Thrones IP so they can't throw the whole shit away just yet. But I think niggas is deluding themselves. This show is not that good. Uh, it's not fucking with the original game of those in my mind. The shit is starting to get silly. I don't give a fuck about none of the characters. None of the characters. To your point, all of the black characters are starting to get swept away. And I, yeah, I, I do feel you on some of that racism shit because now you got me looking at the shit through the prism of that. But that's one thing. I don't care about Allison no more. I don't care about Rainaris no more. 
I don't care about Damon. I don't care about Viscerous. I don't care about none of these niggas. None of these, all of this shit. I could watch something totally, uh, something totally different. This shit to me, shit ain't good no more. This shit's kind of boring. Like, what's going on? We done reset the whole shit. This fucking season has had about three different pilots. You know what I'm saying? We done switched all of these new people. I gotta get used to these new people, man. Otto is back. I don't fuck with Otto. Like, this shit, this shit, I don't know where it's going. It's too much starting and stopping, and when it really start to get to going, it's nothing that really pays off. It's like a lot of shit is, like, being um, recycled. We already did the Damon and Rhaenyra's. Now we doing Damon and Rhaenyra's, the adult version. Like, yo, man, what the fuck, man? This shit... This shit is corny to me. Like it's corny. Like I'm start. I'm watching it because I'm in it. I'm gonna finish up the season, but this shit is not that good. Maybe it's just me, but I'm looking at this shit. I'm like, nah, this ain't it, man. This ain't it. See, here's the difference, man. This is the problem, uh-huh. right? Game of Thrones. They kept six, seven different storylines going. Six, seven different parts of the world. You know what I'm saying? Good ass storylines. Different too. families. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It was all of these families in the seven kingdoms trying to inch their way to the one throne, right? This shit is about one bad built family. You know what I'm saying? Bitch ass king, nigga falling apart. His daughter, his sucker ass wife, who is punk ass hand put into play he getting you know what I'm saying manipulated and tricked all through the whole shit he ain't strong he ain't excited he don't fight shit he don't do shit Damon ass he, he fights shit but he ain't shit you know what I'm saying he just a, a, a white boy adventurer you know what I'm saying it's like it's like white boy dreams with dragons you know what I'm saying it felt like a European selling over to Africa to explore. You know what I mean? I'm an explorer and I'm going to come back as a conqueror and a conquest, conquistador and shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It It's just one fucking family and it's only like four of them. You know what I'm saying? It's the king, his wife, his brother. And that's it. And these niggas that day, they ain't paying no attention to. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, bad the big badass dragon of all the dragons done got co-opted by some little bitty ass kid. Like he ain't no fucking dragon. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Man, fuck out of here. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh that's where I'm at with it. <laughs> <laughs> that's where I'm at with it. I'm looking at this shit like, man. And and the shit mad dark. They're going back to the, the dark yeah, they shit. Dark as stay with it. <laughs> I don't know what they're trying to do with that. Yeah, dude. It's uh yes. I don't know. I mean, how many more episodes we got? What is this? Episode six? Episode we got about four or five more, or three to four more. Uh I'm gonna see how they finish up this season, but like, dude, this shit ain't it. Shit is not that good. Shit is not that good. But uh, we'll see. Maybe something to spin. Maybe so. I don't know what's gonna happen. Who they gonna introduce? 
I don't. I'm not invested in none of these storylines, and I feel like most of these storylines have already pretty much played out, and it's getting silly. My man faking his death and rushing off to the boat at the very end. You're like, all right, all right. So what's what's that gonna? Happen? Is he gonna? Is he ever gonna come back, or is he just gonna go live with Carl? No, he the, the wrote the, the nigga out the script, nigga. The nigga <laughs> right, right. The it's seas. just like I mean, nobody ain't tripping because he's a weak character. They didn't develop right. him. All he do is show up right. late and not, you know what I'm saying? Not give his wife <laughs> no babies and shit. Yeah, Why do all the strong white knights is dropping babies all up in her? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Now her, her brother, you know what I'm saying? He's supposed to be a, a valiant warrior. He saved Damon ass from the goddamn stepstones and shit. With his, right, you know what I'm right. saying? We totally forgot that. Right. Yeah, they done that, made, that's they it, took all they, his power. They, they barely showed. They neutered him. Yeah, they neutered the nigga, man. Just made him nothing. You know what yeah. I'm saying? <sighs> so, yeah, man. So, you know, that's that. And then, you know what I'm saying? Like, Damon ain't no fucking fearsome character that we respect. He's just a clown. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That groomed his niece. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Set, up, yeah. set her up for a badass life. So you can have everything. So you can fuck all you want and just be married for your fucking obligation. Just be, just be out here. You know what I'm saying? Let me show you what the world look like out here. You know what I'm saying? Let me show you. I'll take you to the whole house. You know what I'm saying? You you gonna get shit together, and then I'm a, I'm gonna warm it up. Nah, <laughs> I'll be back. I'll be back though. Kill these wives when you when I kill these wives when your yeah. when your shit is you know what I'm saying ripe and ready. I'll be back for it. This is some old creepy ass shit. Yeah. Let us know in the comments. Are you still rocking with it? What you think? What's your thoughts? Y'all got any any uh? Speculation, any uh, what do we call that? When we any predictions, right. anything? Are you still, are you still rocking with it, dude? What is it? How's it compared to the OG Game of Thrones? Am I, am I like, am I tapping out too early? I don't know. I'm not. I, who's your favorite character? Who are y'all really rooting for in this show? I don't know. Let us know, cause I'm, I'm looking at that shit like. I could go watch YouTube. Uh, (laughs) Bring back respect life. Anyway, man. I just looked it up. That black dude that's on Game of Thrones, he ain't even from the goddamn Valyria. So they don't exist as motherfuckers in in the... Which black dude? Which one? That's the one that you ain't really know, but he was a smuggler. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You don't know him. His name is uh, Salador San. Salador San. You'll know him when you see him. He he uh he was he, he popped up every now. He, he was he popped up in season two, three, and four. Um oh, uh, I don't remember no black people. Davos and his son, Matos meet son on the beach nearby Dragonstone. He promised Davos promises the pirate he'll be paid a fortune and go on to take if they take the king's. Oh name. I think I yeah. was he bald? No, no, nah, nah, he just something? got a little nappy fro, little baby fro. Salador's okay. dubious of Stannis Baratheon's chances. Oh yeah, Stannis was trying to get him to help him do some shit. Uh, you know, he was just a you know the you know the black people only popped up every now and fucking <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, the thrones. Yeah, diversity. Right. Yeah. That's it, man. I think it's time to transform and roll out. You got any other thoughts before we do that, or is that it? Oh, you know what? He he. You know what I'm saying? 
he also okay. was uh he was in the whole house one time and then in the new in the new one or the old in one? the old one in the old one and uh-huh. then uh Sir Davos comes and cut a deal with him in the whole house gave him some gold and they went to Castle Black you know what I'm saying he he was fucking with Sir Davos. That was that was the only time you see him. You know, Sir Davos. Which one is Sir Davos? Who is Sir Davos? Ah, uh, let's find out. Who's oh, was Sir Davos the cat that? Uh, no, 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 no. Sir, Sir Davos, Davos was wasn't like the, the respectable one that you know. what I'm saying his pops ran uh, the castle. His pops ran the wall, and um, he 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 was in there. He's like the a more mature, responsible motherfucker who was counseling motherfucker. He was counseling. Jon Snow, he uh, was he the one that wound up being like the the OG for the Queen? What's her name? Um, what's the dragon? The yeah, dragon? Yeah, yeah, he was like an OG. You know what I'm saying? He was holding her down, and he died at the end. Like, then he die at the um at the little uh Coliseum type of thing. Yeah, yeah, I think so. He was the hand for yeah, he was the hand for the He was like he was nice with his hands though. He could fight. Yeah, he, he could was fight. a good Every, fighter. Everybody yeah, everybody yeah. that was somebody could fight in the thrones. Right. If you right, won right. if you was powerful in the thrones, you could fight. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. And and that's yeah. why the black dude on this new shit, he's supposed to be able to fight real good. And his son could fight real good. That's why he liked to be at war. But you know what I'm right. saying? But they don't never show these niggas fighting real good. He was supposed to step up for them little girls, though. Pops. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He was supposed to say, yo, what the fuck is going on here? Supposed to have a little bit of bass in his yeah. voice. He was off on the wing. Yeah, all yeah, in that, his house that was talking crazy. that bullshit. They ain't even... Especially with the king is mad sickly. Mm-hmm. Like, come on now. You got to start slapping niggas. Mm-hmm. Just off rip. You know what I mean? Like, something got to happen. Just for... Just for the, they need a a black episode just to satisfy the black contingent. Nah. It's just some, just like what do they call that? Like some fan fiction. Right. Just one little spinoff where the black niggas get some get back. You know what I mean? Right. And that shit could it could be like one of them little Atlanta episodes that don't really be mm-hmm. part of the Atlanta situation. Just be like an alternate realm. Yeah, we should make Let, that shit on YouTube, Nick. We should, but that's take even a spinoff of the throws gonna take a budget. Nah, no, it ain't. We all we gotta do, all we gotta do is get some uh-huh. some some golden yarn. You know what I'm saying? And make a motherfucking blonde dread wig with the yarn, uh-huh. Uh-huh. and just get some uh-huh. get back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> that's just, it. Just that's do, it. Just, just do punch your niggas in the face. To, how I was supposed yeah. to go? You know what I'm saying? Take the dragon back. Take yeah, the dragon yeah. back, bitch. Fuck that. Bitch. Yeah. This is a black dragon. The fuck? Exactly. <laughs> exactly, nigga. This is my dragon. You nigga, crazy? Nigga. Had a- the fuck out of here. Oh, shit. You know what I'm saying? Wife talking that shit. Like, you, you too ambitious. What the fuck? Everybody uh, around this motherfucker her. trying to get to the throne. And you think we ain't trying to get there? You need to, you know what I'm saying? You need to choose up. Right, 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 right. right. <laughs> Oh man, nah. Yeah, that should be crazy. But that's just a that's a fantasy at this point. But you know, <sighs> stay tuned. Maybe it might be coming to YouTube. We'll see what's what. Word. Until then, tell a friend to tell a friend. And even an enemy. To get in the conversation. Be out.